Hey guys, stay tuned. Jason and I are going to be talking about the best sport watches under $5,000. Hello and welcome back to the show, episode 51, The Trading Desk. I'm 51? Joshua Thanos. This is 51, man. Wow. I'm Joshua Thanos. This is Jason Main. And I'm pissed because I wasn't on episode 50. Don't know what to tell you, man. You weren't here. I had to get somebody. Uh, Peter was willing to fill in. Uh, pretty well received, I think. People like... People like Peter? Yeah, if they oh, only God, knew the wild it. man that he uh, was at, at heart. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Peter Bell. Next time uh, Peter comes on, I think we're going to have some whiskey before so we can let let loose the beast. If you get Peter drunk beforehand, this will be the – you'll get a million the views. Crazy, yeah. uh, oh, I mean Peter will get naked on camera, so which will be fantastic. Right, but so um, hey, guys, so thanks for, thanks for logging on again. Happy to be back. Happy to be sitting next to my life partner, Jason Main, my camping partner. As well. Which went fantastic, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun trip. Is this the first show since the camping trip? For you. Oh, God, the drugs are just wearing off. Oh, it was <laughs> so much fun. But, uh, yeah, no, we had a blast, dude. That was cool. We, we uh, what watch did I wear? I wore my, did I have my Panerai? You wore, what was I wearing? Oh, no, my Bell & Ross. That's my right. Bell, I wore the Bell & Ross Diver, which, by the way, held up fantastic. And today I found out. So we're Bell & Ross dealers. I just found out that they make that watch in ceramic, which black I have ceramic. to buy now. They they make the watch in black ceramic. If you check it out on my Instagram, you can go right now on my Instagram story, at Mr. Thanos. You can see it. So log off here. We'll wait. Are we going to wait? Are we going to wait? But check it out. The watch is unbelievable. I'm obsessed. Now I'm going to have to have three Bell & Ross in my collection. I'll just trade you for the blue one. Yeah. And, and then by you the can way, buy the black one. that's a great sport watch under $5,000, Jason, but we're not going to go that far. We're going to stop here. We're going to go over wrist checks. Wrist checks. Yeah, so it's something new, right? No. It's same, not new. Same of the old. Revised. Same old shit. I have a friend who uh, desperately required the half link out of my bracelet today, so I took it out and I sent it to him, and uh, that made me want to put this on the rubber bee. Um, you took a half link out of your bracelet and sent it to somebody? Yeah. Why would you do that? He's a friend and he needed it. Who is his friend? I don't think you'd do that for me. What kind of friend sure is this? I would. Okay. Anyway, so right, well now I'm gonna start asking Rolex favors, one one four zero six zero non-date ceramic sub sitting on the rubber bee. Uh, you know it has a little blue line on it, which uh, you know I'm wearing a blue shirt, so it kind of fits the with that day. Really dirty crystal too. Yeah, uh, it's it's the new <laughs> new haze crystal, oh, but uh, good carrier this watches. is the perfect rubber bee because it has the tang buckle, which I prefer over the integrated buckle. I don't. They have the option where you can just use the factory buckle, but I don't like that. I like this tang because now I can truly wear this. Scratch up the buckle, not care about it. I guess. With the deployment buckle, I feel like uh, subconsciously I'm going to put more wear on it than mm -hmm. I would if it was on the bracelet. And then when I put it back on the bracelet, they won't match. There won't be the right amount of wear. Right. Um, I guess that makes sense, though. So For me, I don't. I, I like it the because when I had my Yacht Master, I did the same thing where I put a rubber bee on there. But I, I like the one with the clasp. But just I like looking down and seeing a rubber I feel like clasp. there's some additional freedom with this buckle i do wish um so i wanted to get the rubber bee for the explorer 2 in yeah. orange oh yeah but they don't they only make it where you can use the buckle so they don't do have it, this bro. tank don't be a and then they make one with velcro which is cool too uh not that i'm pitching rubber bee but why not pitch rubber bee they're, they're a good okay. company we like them we know horace too i know the guys from horace they're better than everest i think in in fit and wear whoa but um, shots out. <laughs> I, I've owned Metal both straps. I just are. I like the rubber bees better. I think they're yeah. more substantial. Um, Who's been around longer? I wonder. 
I think Rubber V was the first. Okay. I'm not sure. Cool. All right. Well, my watch is a Rolex as well. It's not on a Rubber V. So I have gone from a, a serious rotation of, I don't know, 10 watches or so to now I'm just wearing this watch every day. Uh, so this watch, if you're listening to the podcast, is my Rolex Datejust 2, the 11663, or 116334. Uh, so white gold bezel, stainless steel watch, 41 millimeter. Um, this has since been discontinued now for the 126334, which is a little bit more slimmed down, uh, different proportions on the watch. But um, I, I, again, I think when I, I, we told the story in the past, like I was, I got the watch. I wasn't sure if I was going to keep it. I got it cleaned up. I really started liking it, and every day I wear it, I like it more, and I get compliments on this watch all the time. Um, this dial really didn't sell that great through retail, so this is the silver dial with the lilac um, uh, Arabic numerals, but I love that dial. Which is why we like it, because it's quirky. That's why I like it, for sure. Imagine that on a too. lilac rubber B. So that's the thing. So I, I've been looking online for, um, here we can come off that shot. So I was looking online for like examples of this watch on a rubber B. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have put this watch on a, like a, uh, I don't even know the name, like a Horween leather strap. Okay. Um, which I don't know. How it look? I don't know. It's I hard could to see say. that on like the, the black croc with the Rolex deployment from mm -hmm. like a Daytona. Okay. Would yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, that would work. But so the one thing about about Rolexes, when you put them on a strap, even though everybody, it looks nice, but it's just so the proportions yeah. are made specifically for the bracelet, and you're always going to go back to the bracelet. Uh, the bracelet is the only reason, like, the, to own one of these watches. It's yeah. the best part of it. So mm -hmm. this will live here for two days, and then I'll put it back on the bracelet. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Buckle's too perfect. Yeah, but uh, but so that that was our wrist shots, guys. We're wearing the same watches we've been wearing for the last few weeks, and somehow hey, we've landed ours. On. Yeah, they belong to us. That's right. No so. imposters here, my friends. Yeah, we're not. We're we're ourselves. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, all right. So um, that was wrist shots. What's up? What's up next, Jason? We have our top five. Oh, that's right. We're back to the top five. You know what we never did, which I mentioned we were going to try to do that, what's was up? like a the trending top five since we started doing that, like some sort of graph or like amazing graphic that would show, hey guys, like this is what. Oh I don't no, know. we have something new tonight. This is the new graph. Oh, do we? I think. Did, did we not prepare? Oh. <laughs> our producer Sorry, sucks. I just, I got to mess with our producer here a little bit. All right. So uh, speaking of Rolex, <laughs> it looks like we got some Rolexes. So our top five most visited or clicked on uh, watch pages for uh, on our website, watchbox.com, is uh, here right in front of you. So number five is the two, that's a 26320 ST. So the previous version of the 41 millimeter Royal Oak uh, stainless steel. Um, chronograph, and uh, that is a twenty-five thousand dollars watch now, which it hasn't always been. the The value's gone up, and if you haven't noticed, guys, uh, the AP went insane. Everything went sky high, and now the only things that are really holding or haven't come back down to earth are the Royal Oaks. So the Royal Oaks and the Royal Oak Chronos are really strong. Where the the offshores are starting to calm down a little bit, so you can get those for more reasonable prices. So. There you go. That's that's worth what it's worth. But look at that. So we're getting a lot of attention on a 41 millimeter chronograph, uh, the AP Royal Oak chronograph, and that's number five. And what's uh, what's number four, Jay? Yeah. So number four, we have the uh, the Rolex Yachtmaster, the Ever Rose, the ever popular Yachtmaster on the Oyster Flex. Um, this this piece has always kind of been popular. Uh, it's very much a blanket statement type watch. Uh, you know, very yacht master. You know, uh, in your face bling bling Rolex uh, for not having to be you know, a president, so sporty dress watch, um, always popular. You know, whenever we get this on the website, uh, seems to be a lot of clicks. So, 
just well loved watch. Yeah, it's okay. Which the I hate the Oyster Flex. I think that it's, it's just not my like, favorite, but it, it, know, it, it could, looks good with this minor tweaking. The system could be better. I said that last week too. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. So now, I'm so not now allowed I know to say you. This I know you watch the show. So. No, I don't. I don't watch. I don't even watch the shows after okay. I come on it. But, um, but just we mean we agree is the point here. But yeah, so with minor tweaking, the that system could be much better. But I mean, listen, Rolex right now can do no wrong. So until. Until the Rolex calms down in terms of market, I don't think that they're going to be tweaking anything. Only three of the top five on the. Yeah, right. So. All right. So here's another one. So the the Rolex Oyster Perpetual Date. Uh, what's the reference on that? I wonder. But it's a 34 millimeter Oyster Perpetual Date, and that's a vintage piece um, for 59.50. Though this is plated gold. I, I don't think it shows there. And that's why it's so cheap. That's a plated gold watch. So that's Just a the old that's boy. A, yeah. That's a very old watch. I wish we had the reference there, but so that's interesting. But I think the reason why that watch is being clicked on so often is that if you look at it from just like a thumbnail, it's hey, there's a gold Rolex for for six thousand dollars, and then people are like, makes, wait, no, yeah. that's plated gold and buy, that uh, authentic Rolex, original Rolex plated gold. So buy that if you want, I guess. Um, it's cool in the sense that it's collectible because it was. Because it was, you yeah, know, plated. Yeah, that's but that but, watch. If you wear that hard, you're gonna rub the, the yeah. plate off, though. Number uh, number two is the Omega Seamaster. For all the reasons why an Omega should be on that, always be clicked on is because yeah. it's a it's an icon. It's the Seamaster 300. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the man of mystery. You know, the spy watch. Um, just robust, everyday, perfect watch. And uh, you may see one of these on another list from tonight's show, although different generation, but. 1950 great watch um under two grand it'll it'll last the rest of your life cool that's right and then the number one is a 36 millimeter day just probably a 1603 reference i bet uh 5250 ass price which by the way like a couple years ago that's a probably like a 35 to 400 sure, 3500 yeah. to 4000 dollars watch obviously so all boats rise in terms of rolex and rolex paddock and ap um so that's <laughs> That's a uh, that's a nice watch though. It's a cool piece. Um, I don't know. I I would be surprised. Or I was surprised that it's number one. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, five grand solid watch, still proportionally wearable today by most guys. Um, Thirty six is a little small for me, but you know you can pull it off. So definitely a cool watch, like you said. Mm-hmm. Def like fifty two fifty. Mm-hmm. That's a in my head. That that's a three thousand dollar watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but times have changed. Yeah, cool. All right, so there you go. That's our top five watches. So you can see kind of what people are looking at in the market, and you can plan accordingly if you decide you want to play in the market. Um, so before we get to our main topic, I want to. Uh, there's a, f- a few good questions, and we don't really address people in the chat. Mostly, we just laugh at their silly questions and so what's and, going on in the yeah, chat. Pretend like uh, we don't care about what they say. Well, we do. So Daniel Fernandez says, "I know Thursdays are dedicated to mainstream watches, in parentheses that those that sell, but." The best value in watch, in watch, sorry, the best value in the 5K range is outside of that universe. He's saying JLC, Parmigiani, GP. So number one, we don't dedicate, we like we don't dedicate to things that sell. Though being salespeople, obviously, we're going to talk about what we see the most. So that's number one. We don't purposely do that. But number two, I agree with you, man. The uh, JLC, Parmigiani, everything outside of like the main, the hottest brands right now are absolutely great values, right? So uh, like we, okay, so Jason and I together sold the GP. Today was a uh, it was the um, what was it the uh, what's what's the model the new the Laredo it was a, it was a Laredo but it yeah. was uh, it was the oh shoot forgot the model well it's those drugs they still haven't worn off but whatever so like uh, uh, 
GP is, is a fantastic brand. They make great more movements. I bought three Parmigianis. I mean, if you look today. at, well, our collection is are different than they were when we did the first oh, collection shot. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at our personal collections, we agree with you in our own money. You know, I like watches like the Octo Finissimo, stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's weird, the dude. next piece on my on my grail list. So You're watches sick. like that's that, insane. Bell and Ross, Oris, like we own stuff that you know is bang for the buck. So we agree with you with our own money. JLC, huge, um, you know, proportion bang to the buck. You get a lot of value there. Uh, Parmigiani, I love the Tunda uh, micro rotor meteorite dial, the blue one. Mm-hmm. My favorite Parmigiani. Um, there's there's tons of cool. I've always liked the Seahawk from GP. It's not the best watch on the market, but I think you get a lot for your money if you like a big watch. There's there's some cool pieces out there. Uh, maybe we should do a. I mean, we've done some non-mainstream brand videos and some bang for the buck type videos before. Yeah, we always but. do, man. Yeah. So all right. So Jason curated a list of the best watches, best sport watches under five thousand. And I mean, listen, this is an endless list of watches, but uh, five watches under five grand. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, five geez. under five. I should probably read the show notes before we start this. No sweat. All right, cool. So uh, go. So go. Number one is the uh, Omega Seamaster. Is this number one or number five? This is number one. So this is we're going from best to the worst? They're not in any particular order. Jeez. This, so, is, this is the last time you create the show, Jason. Okay. The only everyone up to today, but uh, we'll let you take credit for them. Okay. Um. So the Omega Seamaster, the resurgence of the classic 42 millimeter uh this got a lot of press when they really released them um tried to pull a photo for you because so you could see all the original flavors these are uh the only one that i don't see there is the sedna and black um sedna and black that's yeah but that's on a strap right yeah so all of these come in other options except i think the uh limited edition tantalum in there but Anyhow, 42 millimeters. Well, the tantalum you get, is, that, is that the one on the right? Right, but I don't think you can get the tantalum on a oh, no. strap. It's only on the bracelet. Oh, yeah, right? of course. Well, because, so, yeah, the tantalum The whole is on point the is to get the bracelet. And that one's definitely not under five grand, I don't think. I think nah, it's like an 8,900 well, retail or this something. This is the, the majority. This is a terrible list, Jason. I can't believe 90% you did this. of, anyways. <laughs> so, 42 millimeters, re released exhibition case back, better movement, bigger mm-hmm. dial, ceramic dial. Um, ceramic wave dial. All, all, uh, all the boxes checked on this. Um, sure. I personally think you have to buy it on the bracelet and then get the rubber strap because why wouldn't you for $100? The value, yeah. yeah. Is it $100 for to add the strap? It's $100 difference to buy the bracelet over the rubber strap at retail. I gotcha. And then I think it's less than 250 bucks to get the rubber strap with the tank buckle. Gotcha. So, and it's probably $1,200 to buy yeah, the bracelet. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think the watch, though, definitely wears better on the rubber. Mm-hmm. So either way, awesome watch. Is this the only Omega the on the list? It is. I tried oh. to pick only... One from each brand. Gotcha. So. Okay, so so absolutely, right now that these are some of the best um, steel sport watches you can buy under five grand. Honorable mention then I could say was is like my forty point five millimeter SMP that you can get for probably what less than three thousand. Right. Um, also, Speedmaster from Omega. If we're going to stay with Omega, Speedmaster right now you get a, a, a like a zero zero five. Yeah. Um, Omega Speedy. What what are you going to pay for that right now, Jay? Is that is that like thirty five hundred bucks yeah. four grand? $3,500 pre-owned. Fantastic. So Omega is might be the king of under $5,000 sport watches. Some of them have retails over five, and a lot of times what we're referencing is um, resale value, but almost all these watches you can buy uh, pre-owned for under $5,000. What else do they make? I guess the uh, the Aquaterra is like a tweener in terms of a... Yeah, the, and you can definitely get those for under five. The new Aquaterras are pretty nice, mm-hmm. but 
JBO Surf, by the way, just says that the rubber, the rubber is super comfortable on yeah. that, which is I agree wholeheartedly. The problem is the watch has to be on the bracelet in order to really be a speedmaster, in my opinion. But that strap is unbelievable. But it make I can only wear the watch on the strap. On the bracelet, it's a little too big for me. Maybe I'll get used to it. The bracelet um, is chunky on this on this rendition yeah. of the Seamaster. The forty-two on a bracelet is tough, though. I have a. Um, but I think it's worth having the bracelet mm -hmm. oh, in for reserve. Resale. Yeah, yeah, for resale without a doubt. Um, anything else from Omega? Let me think. Are we missing anything from Omega that's under five thousand dollars in sport uh, sport watch? Crickets. Um, so there's some awesome like if you like flight stuff, like the Mark II cases are really cool. Nobody likes that but you. Um, there's, I mean, there's tons of stuff, but I think the Seamaster is quite essentially the piece for under five grand. Right. Have. And and what you saw there on the screen, all those forty two, those are at the top of the price point. And then any other pre owned Speedy you're going to get or Seamaster is going to be well below five thousand. I mean, you can yeah. get them for you can get a quartz uh, a quartz Seamaster for a thousand bucks. I bet probably even for like nine hundred. Even so. even like the old Wave, which is probably the most desirable one, mm -hmm. the one like the one I have is mm -hmm. is like a two thousand dollar watch. Okay, so there you go. So if you got two grand, and that's and the thing about these watches, especially like those older, like the one you have, you put two thousand dollars in that watch, you're gonna get two thousand back. Yeah. You know, it's not obviously it's not Rolex money, uh, but you can buy and sell. You buy that pre-owned, and you don't overpay. You're gonna sell it for what you paid for. It's not the value's not going anywhere. It's iconic it's, classic. It found the floor. All right. So number two. Yeah. Is the uh, Tudor Pelagos. Oh, Tudor. So Tudor again, another fantastic brand for sport watches under five thousand. Yeah, I love the Pelagos. It's my favorite uh, Tudor that they make. Um, fantastic buckle, right? Uh, you got the adjustable buckle. Some really cool stuff there with spring tensioning. The only thing that's not in this photo is my favorite Tudor uh, Pelagos, and that's the LHD. So the left-hand like version that? with the cream markers. I think it's the most handsome mm -hmm. uh, Pelagos out. So it's like the but Josh Thanos of watches. Sure. Um, <laughs> Pelagos comes on a titanium bracelet. You get the rubber strap in the box. Very nice and versatile. It's got this cool... Um, one thing I always appreciated is if you look at it in the picture on the rubber strap there, you see how it has the, the end links? Yeah. And so you take those off the bracelet and utilize them with the strap. It gives it a nice, clean look. Mm -hmm. um, fantastic watch. 40, uh, 41 millimeters, I believe. Yeah. Ceramic, sapphire, automatic so tool watch with a great buckle. And uh, that's just you can wear it all day long. Yeah, and what's so? What do we say the price points are on these? Uh, they're right. Uh, I think retails like fifty two fifty. Okay. So they're like right there. But you, you know, could probably definitely get, them get three one for grand five or grand. Yeah. Well, less than five. But and so, pre owned for sure, less than five. So okay. So again, so Tudor makes a, a, a wide range as well. So now we'll talk about the uh, Black Bays. I thought about putting the Black Bay up there. There's there's a lot of variations of the Black Bay. Well, the Black I Bay GMT, the, the, the new Pepsi, the Diet Pepsi. So the mentality for me between uh, picking, I was trying to pick like the ultimate watch from the brand, mm -hmm. and I think the Pelagos is a more well-rounded watch for thick, just for like it? to own one of the brand. I gotcha. So I wouldn't want to own a Black Bay and not ever experience a Pelagos. Does but the Black I, Bay have a date on it? Yeah, it does, right? I guess there the the Black Bay fifty eight, which is what people are losing yeah, their mind over right have. now, does not have a date. Right. The the black I, that's a weird watch. I put it on my wrist. It's, it's just too small for me. I, yeah. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna hit the proportions. I think they should have went instead of going that small. They should have went thinner. Like they should have just done a, a regular Black Bay thin. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the problem with going thin is that like these are actually dive watches. So like you need, you know. They need to have a little bit of a thicker case in order to handle like the like traditionally the depth, which is not people aren't really diving with these. Maybe somebody is, but not really. But a regular black bay is almost 
twenty percent thicker than a sub. Well, that's the thing about about uh, um, tutors is I like the I like tutors. I like them when I put them on my my wrist at first, and then they end up being too, you know, too thick. Too thick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but at least the Pelagos uh, makes up for that in being titanium. Uh, honorable yeah. mention for my second favorite tutor that exists is the Advisor, which is the titanium mid case alone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't give that watch credit, but that watch is awesome. All right, number three on the list is the uh, ever-popular and perfect Breitling Aerospace Evo. Mm -hmm. uh, I know Josh likes all of the Aerospaces. I personally like the Evo. I think the case is the perfect size. I have one. Uh, it's titanium, black titanium with a rubber strap. And the watch is extremely versatile, wear it all day long, has crazy functionality, uh, you know, thermal co compensated movement, so stupid accurate, uh, and just all around like a great weekend watch in my opinion i have the uh breitling deployment buckle which the the engineering on that buckle is uh is crazy it's got the easy slide you know how breitling does that easy slide in the buckle mm -hmm. and uh it just locks up like a bank vault and you can get these watches i mean these are well under five grand you can get these watches pre-owned for 2500 bucks yeah josh has one it's not the uh i have it's not this size it's the previous generation. mine's the professional right uh, I i love it <laughs> I love that watch. I, I haven't worn it very often lately. Uh, that, for some reason, turned into a beach watch. Does yours have or, the deployant also? The fold yes, over deployant? Yes, the fold over deployant and the uh, the blue rubber strap. But um, uh, extremely durable watch, and that's a watch that, uh, it, like you said, it turned into a beach watch. Mine's like the weekend watch when I'm working on the car or mm -hmm. whatever. That's my throw-on weekend watch, and I love it. Yeah, that's the best watch uh, Breitling's ever made is the aerospace. I think it's it's a strong contender between that and the Navitimer, mm -hmm. just because the Navitimer is such a iconic piece. Mm -hmm. But um, listen, any really, yeah, there there could have been tons of Breitlings we put up there. Um, I used to have a Steelfish, which I loved. Forty-four millimeter Steelfish was, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest watches uh, Breitlings ever produced. Just mm -hmm. fantastic dive watch. But they they build so many cool watches that are cheap, you yeah. know, or I guess relatively cheap. And you know, they're still expensive for what they are, like for a watch. But I think they're solid, solid weekend watches. Oh yeah, without a doubt. There, I, I feel like every like halfway decent collection probably should have some sort of Breitling in it because they make they make such a wide range. And yeah. Eric Nielsen, who's in the chat, I know he has. Eric. What Breitling did I see? He's got a, a nice Breitling that I see that he put on a new strap. I can't remember. It's on his Instagram, but I'll check it out again and I'll I'll a uh, I'll make a comment there. Uh, so number four, the IWC very iconic 44 millimeter pilot oh yeah this was my suggestion your suggestion i could not uh find a photo with multiple pieces in the different flavors of this watch mm -hmm. uh to be fair i did not look very long but uh this watch exists in a couple different color variations a couple different uh colorways we'll mm -hmm. say um this is the petite prince version uh probably the the best version well this is the most desirable the one that holds the most value yeah um again what, what do we see it's a 5250 retail Yes. So okay. So you get a uh, you get a solid chrono for, from a brand that has some recognition, and this is what they do best um, for well less than five thousand dollars. Sure. Now. Looks like it, you know if if you know IWC and a lot of people do as a substantial pilot watch company, mm -hmm. right? They're known for the big pilot. They're known for ten thousand dollar pilot watches. That watch could be a ten thousand dollar watch unless you know what you're looking at. It's a IWC. Yeah. It's a sapphire crystal swiss made automatic chronograph with a date eight you know mm -hmm. it has a very prominent stance on the wrist 
44 millimeters, but it, it's the right size uh, in thickness. You know, it has a good wrist yeah. presence. And There's no complaints. It's, it's just a nice watch. Yeah. It's a, The thing is, it's a watch that ends up ending in your uh, it's sitting in your collection for a little while and then getting traded out i have a lot of guys it's like that. it's like a mid-tier uh in terms of like um how pretty it is in mm-hmm. my opinion you know yeah i agree with that um so iwc another brand that you can get a ton of chrono specifically but you can get a lot of their watches they make if you if you're looking pre-owned i i can there's there's probably more than 20 models of uh, stainless steel sport watches you can buy for under $5,000. Different sizes, shapes. I mean, if you count the 3714, the Portuguese Chrono is a sport watch. That one works. You can get that for under $5,000. Mm-hmm. You can get... The Da Vinci's. Um, there's pilots. You can buy Da Vinci. We're going to avoid. I mean, there's just there's tons and, of... Uh, um, what else? Uh, there is... Aquatimer. Mm-hmm. I like the Aquatimer 2000. I've always liked that watch. Yeah, so there's there's so many watches you can buy. Uh, from IWC for under $5,000 sport watches. And you can build like a whole collection of those. All right. Number five. Oh, wait, wait. This is number five? Number five. So v- very funny. Uh, in the in the uh, chat box, I'm seeing no Panerai's. Panerai should make the list. Where's the Panerai? What happened to the Panerai? You thought we were going to do a show with the two of us and there wasn't going to be a Panerai? Wow. So what's number five, Jason? I don't know. Why don't you tell them? Oh, look. It's the Panerai Luminor. So we were going to pick a model specific. But, well, not the gold one. Who picked that? That's silly. But um, we were going to pick a, a, a specific reference number, but the thing is there are so many Panerais you can get at or, or below or maybe even a little bit above, like a couple hundred dollars above. But right around that $5,000 mark, there are almost infinite amount of of uh, So the, the idea of the photo was uh, 44 millimeter Luminor case. Yeah, just so exactly. So okay. that's, the, that's where you want to key on. on um, you know, again, iconic model. Is the 44 millimeter Luminor? You know, we love the the Radimir case, mm-hmm. right? But for most people, core audience, this is the, the case. Mm-hmm. This is what screams Panerai. So, yeah. I like have, my zero zero two, like right. your five ten. Yeah, so five ten is actually the third one in there on the on the right. Mm-hmm. I have that watch. Love that watch. I think it's probably the perfect modern day uh, Panerai before you know the train went What's off the tracks. What's the retail on yours? Uh, sixty six hundred dollars, I think it was. Okay. It came down from like seventy one to sixty six a, a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the five ten was like you still get the classic, but mm-hmm. you get all you know eight day in house manual. Yeah. So in the chat box, somebody says no, it's no second hand is absolutely deal killer, which is fantastic because any iteration of a dial that you can think of, Panerai makes it. This is what they do. Yeah. They turn out as many different little tiny variations of a dial. So you can get it with a, you can get an eight day with no uh, no seconds hands. You can get eight day with the seconds hands. You can get a three day movement with the second hand without. You can get a date. You can get a power. There's all the way infinite to how, all the way down to like the loom, how the dial's constructed. You can mm-hmm. get a sandwich dial. You can get the sausage markers. You can get there's all, I mean, that's the thing with Panerai. You mm-hmm. just mix it the way you like it. And we're talking about just the Luminor, but there's also the 1950s Luminor, and there's just infinite amounts. And, and honestly, so, like, first of all, if you're talking about Panerai, in my opinion, you really should only be buying stainless steel sport watches under, say, $8,000. Yeah. We'll, we'll go up there. That's that's what they do best. Anything over that, especially right now, is probably a little bit of a... Um, Sketchy. A little bit, it's, it's sketchy because who knows what's ha- going to happen with the with the market. Also, so Kevin S in the chat says so many fakes on the used market, and that's true, man. So fake Panerais are an issue too, man. You have to be very careful because one of the problems with having a simple design that Panerai has iconic, it's easy to fake. So you know, and that, when it comes to that, you just need to be careful who you buy it from. M- buy it from somebody who'll know, be able to figure out if it's real or not. Because right. not every dealer. I mean, I know guys, uh, pretty large watch dealers, 
um, uh, pretty large watch, pretty large watch dealers who won't buy Panerai at all because they can't authenticate them. Yeah, a lot of these guys that are are you know smaller dealers, let's say maybe a two person operation, are perfectly content to say no, I don't buy Panerai. Mm-hmm. They're just done with it. No, I don't buy Panerai. And then part of that is the fakes, and part of it is you know what the market's doing right now, and they might be scared to hold the watch for too long. Um, you know, we love Panerai. We you know, you you mo- so, more so than I came up on Panerai. Yeah. But I've always liked Panerai. I've always loved them. Um, you know, I sold them new at retail. Uh, I sold them pre-owned. We sell them new at retail now with Godberg. Uh, so just fantastic watch. And if you want to talk about something that's iconic, the other thing with similar to the IWC mm-hmm. for me is you can buy a Panerai for four grand and it still looks like a $10,000 Panerai. Yeah. Like it, it's just the iconic shape. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what movement's inside of it. It could be a tourbillon and you just can't see it. You know, it, it just has that look where it's kind of like camouflaged in price. Yeah, I agree so. with you. Well, be, well, that's and that's kind of the problem with higher-end Panerai is that when when you have... Yeah, it's like, everything great, looks you got exactly a base model Panerai. Right, exactly. So that's what's tough about it. But so also honorable mentions for Panerai, you get Radiomirs as well, which are going to be lower on the price point. Yeah, so 183, Jason likes that. Mine, the, three, uh, the 380 was my first Swiss watch, and it's still my love. In fact... The guy I treated it to, I, I think I'm going to give him a call this weekend and, and actually think make him an offer to buy it back. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think I still have the box of paper for that watch. Home. I never gave it to him. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I love that watch. 609 is a great watch. 610 is a great watch. Um, and, well, so the other option for me would be a, uh, a 292, which I don't know if you can get it for under five grand Now, at one point when Panerai was really, really in the dumps like a couple years ago, they were online asking $3,500 for right. a ceramic uh, a ceramic radio mirror. Full ceramic case. So something about that watch, I just really love it. And every time I see it, I still love it. So uh, in terms of the the Luminar case, mm-hmm. or do you like the re- regular Luminar or the 1950 better? I like just, the regular Luminars. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. The 1950s cool. I just I feel like it's something like I get one, and it would make its way out of my collection. Whereas the iconic Luminar case, that's why I need to own a 183 again. Yeah. Well, the great thing about Panerai is as well is from all these brands. The amount of straps you can get it for it and how it changes the watch. If you say you only have, say you only got five grand to spend on a watch and you want to buy your first watch, right? And you want to buy something that you'll be able to trade in the future, but also you can wear in many different, um, many different, you know, uh, situations. You can get a, a 44 Luminor or even a, a, a 45 Radiomir and buy 50 different straps for the watch. And now it changes the look. You don't get tired of the watch because that's a big thing for me. You know, sometimes you get tired of wearing the same right. watch all the time. All right, so that was top. That was uh, top five, five under five grand. Yeah, we got some honorable mentions. We're gonna run through them real quick. We're not gonna spend as much time on them. But the first okay. one here is uh, a watch that I think is really really cool. It's the SBGN001. So that's the uh, Quartz that's GMT. Cool. Yeah, very cool watch. Obviously, everybody knows uh, the Quartz Seikos are probably the most accurate thing on the market. Um, is that a one six five seven zero, Jason? No, that's the SBGN001. Oh, so because it looks like a, a uh, Explorer too, <laughs> like a 40 millimeter Explorer too with that bezel. So yeah, um, you know, obviously GMT, so some similar aesthetic there. Mm-hmm. But uh, fantastic watch, pretty much sold out everywhere when it first dropped. They're starting to trickle back in. You can find them, but uh, everybody loves that piece. Second piece uh, that I'm excited. I haven't seen one on the wrist yet, but I know that some people are getting them and they're they're really liking them. Is the uh, the new tag, the isograph, Octavia isograph. Oh, yeah. So this thing's cool as hell. This came out um, at a Basel. So tag Heart gets a lot of hate. Yeah. This but honestly, dude, they are what they are. At this price point, and for what it gets you for the money, is a tremendous bang for the buck. 
hands down would buy this over most, you know, like entry level. If you're going to buy a Hamilton or you're going to buy, you know, like uh, maybe not quite Longines, but if you're just going to buy Horace. something, yeah, exactly, that's like entry level, I think you got to look at these guys. They're handsome. The dials, uh, this photo here doesn't really show you how much grit's in the dial, but they're really, really cool. Um, and I can't wait to see one and uh, maybe purchase one for myself. Uh, third, third piece on the honorable mention, and we're just going to run straight to it, is the OP39. We weren't going to have a watch uh, show a, a without Rolex. mentioning Rolex yeah. anywhere on the oh, show. Oh, you can get that for under five grand, you're right. But yeah, man, uh, you can get these at five grand. Awesome entry-level Rolex. At the end of the day, is a sport watch. It is the original uh, screw-down crown, cool dial. Uh, they all have some attention to detail. I will say the OP39s you know, are not quite the same build quality as some of the higher-tier stuff, um, but it's an awesome way to get into a Rolex and start liking Rolex and loving Rolex and understanding them. So... OP39 comes in a bunch of different flavors. A shout out to the grape dial, which is probably the coolest version. Yeah, the grape sota dial. But that's it. That's uh, top five, under five, mm -hmm. and some honorable mentions and uh, some photos. So something to look at when you hear us babble. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. That was cool, guys. So that's a wrap up there. Um, I was. Uh, I think that's good. This would be a good guide. You know, send us to your Buy friends, all guys. all of those watches, just right you, now. Well, honestly, you could. Like, if you're some sort of, you know, rich guy, you can afford a bunch of $5,000 watches. But, uh, you can have a bunch of these things in your watch box. Yeah, fantastic. So, That's right. Um, real quick, I just want to, we we had some, we we're approaching 80,000 subscribers. Yeah. We're 79 and no, change. I told you, 75 is our limit, dude. Please yeah. unsubscribe. <laughs> 79 um, this is i like i'm getting really serious about this guys right. like i don't understand but 79.5 we need to get to 80 like this video subscribe it watch it uh from home watch it at your work any different ip addresses will get more views send which a link is to awesome for us send a link to your grandmother we'd She'll love to meet play your and not know well. how to turn it off it's and great. uh so you know check us out my instagram at mr thanos jason evo finally watches. is on instagram at evo watches check us out on facebook and by the way guys i love you even if you don't love me, and if you don't love me, I love you even more. I love you, Jason. I love everybody in this room, and I will see you next time.